You are now locked into, locked, into, locked into Progressive Action Radio, the most objective and dangerous show in America. Hosted by Jermel Thompson, co-hosted by Jermel Wilson and Jocelyn McRae. You must expect the unexpected when thoughts and wisdom unite. People, get ready. Progressive Action Radio is now live. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We back after damn near like three weeks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, what's going on? You know, it's a lot of, lot, a lot, a lot of nothing and a lot of going on at the same time. Oh yeah, it's a lot going on. It's a lot that's happened in the last couple of weeks. You know? Yeah, you know they um they voted in the contract. Oh yeah, which you know I know a, a lot of us are not surprised. You know, but. Uh, a little, you know, for some, you know, for some reasons, in a, in a little bit of a state of shock, but still not surprised, you know. I mean, it's it's it's, it's scary to know that they voted this thing in just with the workers' comp PPO by itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's 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 scary with the future of this union whole when people overwhelmingly vote yes. But shout out to RTO for shooting it down. Oh yeah, they're the only ones. Y'all the only ones that represented. Congratulations. And shot it down. But even but even still so in the in RTO department, the people who did vote yes, I'd like still like to have a conversation with them and be like, <laughs> yo, what's the deal? You know? I mean, I don't care who voted yes. I showed that my my department could vote it down. They were saying, Oh, RTO always voted down. That's untrue. The last um election they voted it in. This one they voted it down. Progressive action led the charge on that. So salute. It was like a, a split. Last contract. It wasn't no between split. Between the yes and no's, I mean. It wasn't like no split. Last contract. Can it? I finish? What wasn't the split? It was, it was 82%. There's no way it could be a split. I'm talking about an RTO department. It wasn't. votes went. It wasn't. It was 700 and change with that 300 and change what? that voted yes. Last contract? Yeah. And what was it this contract? It was, um, it was the opposite. That's 300, yeah. 300 yeah, voted no. That's what I meant to say. It was the total opposite yeah. from the last contract to this contract in RTO. Yeah, so. train operators. I got the numbers right here, the accurate <laughs> okay. numbers. Uh, train operators, uh, 803 no votes. And conductors, towers, 746 no votes. So, those are, uh, compare, uh, um, excuse me, okay. Conductor towers, 390 yes votes. 746 no votes and train operators 517 yes votes 803 no votes yeah so you know the thing is that and and we not go take all the credit but we led the charge but it's mighty funny when something bad go down nobody don't want to be associated with progressive action but as soon as something good go down everybody want their hands in the, in the pot for credit but you know we give credit where credit's due we not we not trying to steal all the credit, but we know who led the charge. Oh, yeah, definitely. Be- because the news is not trying to interview nobody else. Nobody mm-hmm. else is getting interviews. You know, if everybody, if, if people was pushing hard like progressive action, they'd be in the chief, the daily news, 
and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? Well, definitely that. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna read a little news um, twelve. News twelve, yeah. And I'm gonna read a little passage from the president's message in the contract. And I have it highlighted in mind that I have printed out. Where and I quote: It says here. We prevailed against the negative forces inside our own union who shamefully and publicly declared that they would scab their own <laughs> brother and sister transit workers if this fight had been taken to another level. Yeah, so... so those, he didn't those, even leave the ground level with the fight. So what is he talking well, about the, another the, level? Another the, level, the, right. The thing, <laughs> the thing is, even when he was saying scabs, those other groups are saying they wouldn't scab. So everybody knew. And even now, people saying they wouldn't strike. My thing is this. If Samuelson would have came with a strike and brought, it, brought us what we got now, how many people would have been pissed off? A lot of people. I don't think nobody would have struck. No. No. <laughs> I don't no. think, for think 2.5%. No. Exactly. Not for 2.5%. You end up owing more than what you're getting on the back end. Exactly. <laughs> but that was, Matter of fact, you'll never catch but, up. But, exactly. that, but that was my whole point of saying that I'm not going on strike was because that I'm not going to strike to put myself in a hole and my raises go go to my fines. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? My yeah. all the days that I'm out, my raises go go through my fine. And it, it don't even go to my fines. I'ma be in a hole even more. You understand what I'm saying? That's right. You'll never catch up, you know? And the you know, basically to 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 go out on strike for the average for the average member, it's a dollar and some change a raise in you know, in total. The only ones, the only ones you will see, damn near two dollar bump in the whole contract, is the uh, electronic equipment maintainers out at Woodside. Yo, if we would have went on strike, it'd have took us ten years to pay that shit back. Depending upon how long we went on <laughs> strike for. Yeah. Now, if it, if if it was three days, if it was three days, it'd have took us ten years to pay it back. Three, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. But Samuelson, see, he's not, he's not foolish. He didn't call a strike vote because he knew he wasn't going on strike for one. And it wasn't worth striking for. You know what I mean? So he scabbed us by not pushing hard. Mm -hmm. He sold us out. Of course. Big time. Big time. But then if you say that to them, then they'll go all the way back to Roger and say, no, Roger sold you guys out. Like, but I'm going to tell you this. Uh, uh, old timer, a few old timers in, in RTO. Because an uh, 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 old timer in RTO told me about the um, chief article, the physical chief article. Lance had actually told me about the original one. And then the old timer told me about the chief article. He said, this ain't you in the paper. Then he was like, yo, you running for president next election? Because I'm going to pay up my, um, I'm going to pay my, um, my, my back dues and get into good standing. He said, that's the only way I'm going to pay my dues because we need fighters. These guys is, is crazy. And he said, they over here calling you scab and all this other stuff. I'm going to tell you the truth. People in there in public is saying that they went and strike when you ain't around. They saying that you right. We wasn't go strike. <laughs> they said they said we was coming to work. Mm -hmm. No matter what Samuelson was doing, we was coming to work. Yeah. It's a whole bunch of us saying that we coming to work. We wasn't. We was not going out on strike. What happened last? Um, the last strike they wasn't feeling it. They was not going to get burnt twice. That, you know, that, and you know, and and basically with this time around again, no matter what, I don't care. You know, Earl Phillips is on record at the mass membership meeting saying that the union was $3 million in the hole. <laughs> and he's, he's on record as saying that. So basically, again, what's in the contract is basically, again, they put all those funds together, the childcare fund, mm -hmm. the training fund, all those funds together, the, and that labor benefit account, and you know, to basically form one trust 
that and basically all all the funds from that all the fund all the money from those funds would go into one trust and then they would get three million dollars on top of that so basically that would plug their little hole that they have number one and then number two if they're three million in the in the red they couldn't sustain a strike because exactly. god knows first of all samus is not going to jail for none of us that's number one number two you got to remember listen when it comes down to those fines it, like I said, back at 05, it was a million dollars a day. God knows what it could be this time around. I mean, the judge, could, it could be less, it could be more. I doubt if it would be less, especially not in this climate where exactly. people are trying to kill unions. Yeah. So that's what I mean by I said. You know, they'll look at the, oh, strike? Oh, really? You know. I'm thinking he didn't even call a strike vote because what if members would have said, I'm not striking? He ain't want to be embarrassed. His, you know, exactly. his leadership would have been put on front street. Right. Just by <laughs> calling the vote. Yeah. You know, and he didn't get the overwhelmingly, yeah, we're going to strike. But he know. He ain't stupid. He mm-hmm. he got the consensus of they went to struck. And he mad that I put it out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And see, then also, it would have made Daddy Cuomo and all of them mad. Because, see, like, you got to remember, he's on the MTA board. So he's... He wants to get into those circles, okay? Mm-hmm. He wants to graduate from being a union leader, okay, mm-hmm. to being in those in those circles with political those poli- circles, political yeah. circles with those politicians. No. So he doesn't want to mess that up because again, you got to remember something. And I said this in my live video: when we walk, it disrupts everything and it costs this city, this town, and this state millions of dollars. So what I, you know, and I say it again that yo, know, our membership we carry the world. Yeah. We have the weight of the world on our shoulders every day when we go to report, every time you make the relief, every mm-hmm. time you go down the road, everybody you're picking up, everybody rides our buses and trains. Yeah. So when we stop, the world stops. And they know that. We still have that. You know, guys kill me with that Taylor Law stuff. Oh, we, we don't have leverage. What are you talking about we don't have leverage? Is it, is it, would the Taylor Law be the first law you ever broke? <laughs> yeah. Like, get out of here. But Samuelson ain't breaking no law where it's going to lead him going to jail. He has political um, aspirations. Aspirations, yeah. He's definitely going to run for some type of political spot in the future. Um, his daddy, Cuomo, had gave him the um, the cold shoulder during his contract. He couldn't even speak to Cuomo. He was speaking to one of Cuomo's aides. Cuomo didn't want to speak to him. And I got pictures from the, um, the MTA board meeting today where these dudes is very happy. That we felt for the contract. Of course. They're happy that we felt for the banana in the tailpipe. Yeah, that, that was more than a banana in the tailpipe. That was an eggplant in the, bana- in the mean, tailpipe. That, that was just straight, <laughs> that straight short bus. <laughs> we fell for the short bus. Basically, yeah. But, you know, this is what we get for voting in the president that don't got no fight. That's right. That's not educated. That, that fails to be transparent. Voting him in multiple times. I mean, that's cool. But... It's, it, in life, it's easy to, to vote yes than no. Because to vote no, you have to have some logical decision. Mm-hmm. If people hear that they're getting any type of raise, they go vote yes. No matter what. Look, this is a prime example. We got a seven cent raise on our night differential. People voted yes. Well, we have to talk about the votes in general because a lot of people didn't get ballots. A lot of people were going down to AAA and they were telling them they can't vote. Like, what is going on with that? Well, Joe put in a, um, some type of motion mm-hmm. to, to, to correct that or, or challenge that. But, you know, that's, that's typical electioneering with these guys. And um, this, these, they play these stunts all the time. It's, it's 2017. We still doing mail ballots. 
I'm quite sure you could do it over the internet now some kind of way. Yeah, because I saw somebody post in our group that said that NYPD voted online. They voted electronically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Samson and them could do that. They paying these guys. But it says that the AAA has the um, option that you could do it online, in person, by mail. Really? So why are you choosing the by mail option? Because they can manipulate and the they have, Yeah, and they have other options available for you. See, the, the thing is this. Samuelson knows that the least people that's go mm-hmm. participate, the more chances of him being yes. Mm-hmm. If they do electronic, everybody get a ballot. Exactly. If you do electronic, you could be with somebody that's not voting, that don't have no interest to vote and manipulate them. Hey, just vote yes mm-hmm. or no. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they, the least people to get ballots, the more chances of them going yes. Because it seems like the magic number for it's them is 15,000 15, like, all the time. How are we stuck at that number for 38,000 membership? But you're stuck it ain't 38,000. It's, 40, it's 42 or something 42, like Yeah, including MTA bus, 42,000. Okay. Yeah. 42,000 members and you're stuck at 15,000. How like that number didn't even move, but a couple of hundred. I mean that they only doing fifteen thousand, and then I would like to know how many people are sending out these um these ballots mm-hmm. and all this other type of stuff because that's that's a lot for one person, because you got to print out somebody got to print out all their name mm-hmm. on these secret ballots, ship them out, double stuff the <clears> envelope, yeah, print them out, put a anonymous that's, envelope. That's a too much work envelope. for for one person. Oh no, one person's sure not team, doing it. It's a team of people because yeah, I, I sort of. How they many post, people on the team? No, that's well, that's, for, that's for the count. That's for the count. Oh, that was for the count. You okay. don't know. But how even many for though the, they know, you know, they manipulated it. If you got to count with how many people sitting at the table? It was a long table. You can't. I saw the you can't with long table with like yeah, like eight to ten people. So they knew they only sent out fifteen. Because how is eight to ten people really counting forty-two thousand ballots? Yeah, it's only 15,000. Like, come on now. They knew the numbers that they sent out. That's why they weren't staffed to count 42,000 ballots. I mean, it'll never be 42,000 unless everybody catch up on their back dues. Okay, exactly. 38,000. Either way. It ain't 38,000 either. Is it? How many people? Okay, you figure. You figure. Right. Okay. Okay. You you, got to hear the numbers. 42,000 members approximately, right? MTA, bus, TA, and OA. Okay. Then you got to remember, subtract s- over 6,000 6, people who are in bad standards still. So what is that, 36? 36. Okay. So then you got to remember now, so then just 15,000 people voted out of that. So now what do you got left? What they what they trying to do is say that, yeah, we sent out all the ballots and only 15,000 people was interested. Which is total bull. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, you should staff that day to accept to have 36,000 ballots. So if you're telling me you got eight people at a table to count 36,000 ballots, you know you didn't send out 36,000 ballots. You had your lucky number 15 that Samuelson wanted, and that's what you sent out, so that's why you only needed a certain amount of people in. Yeah, and then you got to watch. Or it, should, it, should, it should only be two people there. I don't care how long it takes because <laughs> you got to watch everybody. You know what I'm saying? How you go watch everybody? It could be two corrupt people in there mm-hmm. and turn the yeses into noes. Just put them in the wrong stack or whatever way, however way it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't think those ballots get sent through like an electronic machine. You know how you was in school and you had the scantron. Yeah. The scantron. It ain't no. Yeah. It ain't no scantron. It's no scantron either. So you're basically saying, okay, yes over here, no over there. So why there's no system of balance checks here? 
Okay, we're they're mailing out ballots. People are not getting them. So then, when they mail you the second one, the first ballot is now invalid. How did like? Cause they said it said duplicate on it. Well, how can they really know it's a duplicate if they not lining up? This person sent in two. One person could send in five. Exactly. Cause there, there's no if 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 this person over there is checking, um, unless they got unless they got each person doing per department. You know what I mean? But it's it's. I don't trust. I don't trust. It's them. not a good system for voting, and they have no. to find a better way because the elections are coming up. And if this is the same way that we're going to continue to vote, it's not going to work. Yeah, I, something got to be in place for the next election. I know uh, they could put your ballots with your paychecks in surface, and people that come and pick up their pay stubs take your ballot too. If they but understand it. Well, that and everybody don't have a live check. I mean, some people get. Oh, yeah, I never get my pay stubs. Yeah, because yeah. I. Cause but I, have, I would pick up my ballot. If it's right there, you know, with the dispatcher, you going to go pick some, it up. Some members don't pick up their pay stubs, and they have direct deposit. Trust me. I don't pick up my Trust pay stubs either. I don't pick either. up mine. All right, then. So that's what I mean when say you could tell. No, but I, you go, like, if they say, okay, the ballots are in, see the dispatcher, you'll go and see them. But I but, guess you but, don't want management. And exactly, like the, because that's union stuff. So yeah. if something like that would be in the union office, they'd be oh. like, yo, come back here. Because the union office is always in the back. Yeah. So um, they say, um, come back in and pick up your ballot, you know. So would you do that if it was in the union's office, pick up your ballot? Yeah. I would do that. I would go I would go in there. I mean, and again, people go in there for days off and all that exactly. other stuff. So go ahead and, you know, go in there and get your ballot. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't even trust that because you got corrupt. Yeah, they run on slates. Yeah, you got. I wouldn't trust no, that. Your name would have to be there. So if you know okay, you want to pick up a ballot, my ballot better be there. Right. You want to look. Yeah, but you can manipulate in buses. You can manipulate them. No, you could just mail it back. Oh, exactly. Bus- right. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm not going to drop it back to him. I'm right. Just no, pick but he it up but but he could give back. you a fine word. You better do the right thing on this ballot or. Well, they did that. They did that this time. Yeah, but just, yeah. just in other words, yeah. to some, to some I'm t- yo, you think I'm lying? To some people, they yeah. did. They they said that. It just in so many words. But man, listen, yeah. they, you know. But basically, you know, the right at the location, they can hand out. You know, they can have a whole bunch of blank ballots. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you take it, and then listen. If you give me a blank ballot, okay, give it to me. I take it home. Mm-hmm. I have I have all the literature in a contract, which yep. it should be, okay. And then I don't mind using my own stamp to mail it back in. So no, what? no, no, people don't buy stamps. First of I all, no, I know that's too but- much to ask. People don't buy stamps. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, it could be on a self-addressed. Like the ballot could be on one of them things that you just drop it in the mail. I know. Yeah, the self-addressed stamp. Yeah, envelope, like it's, yeah. It, or it has a postage paid stamp on the back of it already. Mm-hmm. First of all, they was telling us how to vote before they had the full oh, contract out there. You know Listen, what I mean? So they was doing right. bullshit from the beginning. Right. Let me talk about that. Yes. And, and you know, basically for the members out there, like I said, in my live video, when, you know, basically that should have been a reason right there to vote no for a lot of the membership. Because, you know, after the after the executive board voted yes to, to unanimously to pass the con, you know, to bring the contract to the rank and file, these people basically came galloping hmm. up to up to the map store depots okay quill depot 100th street um excuse me you know tuskegee and then they went to the bronx then they came back down to manhattanville and then they went to mother hill and so basically 
all the all the depots where they know there's articulated buses mm-hmm. and all the depots where they know that they have their little stronghold and map store. Yeah. Okay. This is where they went. Now T now in Brooklyn, for what I understand, they didn't go to every depot. I don't somebody yeah. said they didn't go to Grand and I'm wondering did I don't think they went to Flatbush neither. And ironically, where the damn articulated buses is at in in in, in TA surface. So basically these people, you know, they had their agenda, they knew um, I was waiting, for, you know, they had a conference call for RTO members and I listened to it and the conference call lasted 45 minutes and, and Nick Bedell was the host. Okay. That's the reason RTO voted it down. Like how disrespectful is that for exactly. a conference call? For a conference call. You know, you had one representative, Crystal Young, who went to, um, Stillwell terminal and then that was it. I yeah. don't, I didn't hear of nobody else going anywhere else. Did we find Kia yet? No, I think no. he still. I think he he lost the lung or some shit like that. Oh, that's what they said. He, <laughs> he well, 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 <laughs> I know you being funny, but <laughs> you know. But basically, but he basically disappeared. Yeah, these people didn't come around and they didn't go around to no maintainers crew quarters. All the other titles they uh, did. They did who? They went to Coney Island Yard. Samuelson went there. Oh, he went twice. To, twice. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he oh, oh he went to the barn out there. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, Samino said it. Oh, okay. Twice, and that's why I was thinking he's so close to Coney Allen that he could just come to the Stillwell, but he never came to Stillwell. He never came to Stillwell. Yeah. Wow. He came to the barn in um in Coney Allen, y'all. Oh, okay. He took a picture with them, and Samino was like he stood out that day. Oh really? Oh, oh, oh he, he took the day off that day. Yeah, he said he knew they was coming, but he just took the day off. But um, you know, Samuelson did go down there. And they took a picture. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so you taught me something. So, but still, basically, again, there's a lot of places that they didn't go because people in other departments were telling me, no, he never showed up to our quarters or whatever. So, that's what I mean. Where it says, still, you know, the sloppy way that they tried to pass this off to everybody, and then you would figure, you know, again, another thing in the contract here is, you know, the longevity payment. Now, here's the retarded thing. The longevity payment, effective January 1st, 2018, the longevity um, schedule shall be increased by followed by $250 per step. Now, the thing is, right, longevity payments don't usually get paid out until the last paycheck in November first mm-hmm. or the first paycheck in December. So either according to the language here that this is that the date that, that is given out is going to change or rather still basically it's not being given out until next year, yeah. longevity payments. And then the other thing that's not given out until next year, um, again, night differential is not taking effect until next year. Why, does, why wouldn't that take effect right away? Exactly. It's just pennies anyway, so it's like, what's well, the difference? When you, got a, when you got a union president, that's management. <laughs> you into saving the MTA money. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what is the point for these things starting in 2018? Right. And they then, did not give, they went to all these places, but did not give one definitive answer right. to why this is starting in 2018. Right. And then the maintainer differential, same thing. That won't kick in until next year, January. So, you, you want to know what? If you're telling me that the longevity, they pay it out in December or January, that means that it's possible you won't get longevity to 2019. Exactly. If, 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 if the um if they do it every December, and it's effective, it's not effective this year, which means that it's not going to affect this year. But right. it's effective in 2018, and they normally pay it in December or January. That means that you could get it in 2019. Possibly, yeah. 
That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. By say. And then, like I said, these live videos that were done in the depots, Gun Hill, West, somebody didn't, the video wasn't too extensive in West Farms, but somebody did a video at Manhattanville. Somebody did a video at, uh, at Tuskegee, but it wasn't, that one wasn't too extensive neither. But still, every video I saw, they didn't explain themselves thoroughly when it came to this deal. No. And I'm saying to myself, how, how, how does it get voted? How, you know, how do you people vote yes for something like that? When you go, you know, when you go buy a car, you know, I would hope that you, you know, that people would, you know, know what the terms are before they go and sign to get their car. You know, and then also when you go sign a lease for an apartment, I would hope you know what the terms are for the lease, you know, for the lease of your apartment. And the same goes for a house or whatever else it is that you sign your life away on. So this is the same thing here. This is mm-hmm. this is your life here at the job. So. Why would you, you know, why would members go run and vote yes for it? Now, M- now MTA bus, like I said, they, you know, like I said, this is the best, you know, this basically benefits them. How? Well, because, I mean, even though a lot of them still, still have no sick days. <laughs> still don't have no sick they, days. They still don't have no sick days. But, you know, again, you know, the closer they get parity to, uh, map store, and you know, the, the basically the happier they are, you know. Um, I so would, they just put them on a contract next to you, and they're happy. But That's it's better it. than what they got. Um, it, I can understand them voting yes too, but I can't uh, understand everybody else. Yeah, I can and understand the, the station department. I was just about to say that. I'm like, really, y- y'all voted yes for some snow. But how many is the thing is global warming. <laughs> We're in February and it's fucking sixty degrees outside. Right. Like how many times this year did it snow? Twice? Once? And once. For two once days, you might as well say, yeah. For two days. So you might get a total of five snow days out the year in that contract. And they didn't even get their money yet. Because it was supposed to go into effect. Oh yeah, they were saying that. They didn't they even get, get it on their check. They ain't get it on their check. <laughs> that probably taking that probably take place 2018 also. Exactly. <laughs> they read that part. Right. And but then, then <laughs> it's, isn't it temporary employees um doing the the clerk thing? Like they hire temps to yeah. do. So you're voting yes on a contract, and they have temporary people in your department. Yeah, that basically hurts your station your, agent. Your station agent. And then and then that hundred dollar cleaning allowance. Like, listen. My thing is this: Do you really need money to? Are you gonna start your shirts to to pull some garbage? I mean, are you really? I mean, do you just throw the clothes in the washing machine? First of machine? all, what the hell is a hundred dollars? Right. Is that a hundred dollars per month, or what do we? No, really that's need? one time. If this one time per year. If this was the nineteen forties, it would go a long way. Exactly. But this is twenty seventeen. A hundred dollars. Like, well, what cleaners they go? Y'all going to? Let me tell you. To? If they said a hundred dollars a month, then it'd have been a different story. But if you're telling me a hundred dollars <laughs> right. for, for a year. year to wash my uniforms, I'm gonna look at you like, what am I supposed to be wearing? You can't even replace that uniform for that amount of money. Like, what do you? What do you? You sending me coupons in the mail and shit? this i don't understand coupons for some tide or, 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 or some gain or some shit exactly exactly i mean because that's all you can do is to spread it out you know what i'm saying because i'm like oh that shit should have been a thousand dollars then they'd be like oh okay a thousand dollars a year i'm gonna just recycle this same 299 bobby sweatsuit that i wear to work 
and call it a day. Yeah. So you got five snow days in a year, $100, and your station agents have temps in there working. That's about to replace you or they're revamping your job where you're not going to even be needed no more. And then don't forget, you know, for for, for cleaners, the first raise uh, the the first raise in the year is uh, sixty nine cents, and then the second raise equals out to seventy one cents. But but it was was crazy. What they didn't try to um, fix in the contract was they wage progression scale. Right. They should have fixed that, brung that up to seventy percent first. Mm-hmm. First off, second of all, they should have cleared up that language with that ninety percent five years thing. Mm-hmm. They should have cleared that up. They didn't even clear that up. No, they didn't clear it up, and it's still there. That's the sad part. <laughs> it's, it's still there. And we won't know till this year. You know what I'm saying? And who really who's who's really gonna be watching those numbers? Because I don't really watch my pay stuff. What I do is I'll be like, all right, I work this amount for the week or two weeks. I should be expecting this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I don't itemize my um line for line. Yeah. Line for line. But I, I'm gonna start. I study my <laughs> I always did study my pay stuff. So yeah. I'ma send mine to you. So. <laughs> Because it is complicated for some people to read it they don't, if you don't know. Yeah, the pay stuff is super Because you see people now posting on the um, the site, on, on the Facebook group. Um, they just... Uh, what is this? They just realized the cope and the charity yeah. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. They like, what, they what like, is this deduction? They like, who the hell deduction? getting this $2 from me? Exactly. Who the hell is charity? I ain't never see charity. <laughs> you ain't never see charity? Never seen charity. <laughs> <laughs> I seen Cope, but I never seen Charity. Yeah, I never seen Charity either. <laughs> That's probably a new paper they got it when you start signing on and Zariga. You know how they push all them papers to you to cope and everything? They probably slip Charity in that bitch. Like, here, just take $2. You won't see it. You won't even feel it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Exactly. I don't know how TA Surface voted the contract in because I don't see any gains for us. Yeah, buses definitely did get, did get no AVA days. I'm I'm wondering did that slip past them? No AVAs. No AVAs. No increase in sick. Mm-hmm. You capped your OTO. Right. What the hell are we getting? Exactly. I'm I'm mad because I feel like I have to be at work every day now. Like I don't even like how can I get a, a, a OTO day? Like what are we doing here now? Mm-hmm. And for what I understand. You know, somebody I think somebody brought it to my attention that OTO may I don't think is even uh is not pensionable. I heard that. OTO time is not pensionable. But we gotta look into that. OTO time not pensionable. Yeah. I gotta look into that. I gotta look into that. Because I'm like, it's paid on one of your pensionable days, so how can it not be pensionable? Like what they mean. It has to be because then you'll have bad time. If it's not pensionable, if you take OTO, if you take nine OTO days a year, it's not and it's not pensionable. Your whole career, you go old probably like a year (laughs) worth of bad time. So that can't be true. Well, no, not really. Just because something's not pensionable, it doesn't mean it's necessarily bad time. Because you, as long as you're paid, that's not bad time. No, it has to go into your pension. You have to pay. No, no, no. Anytime you're not paid, that's bad time. But if it's not going into your pension, you. You could get so I can't opt out of my pension because when you go down to nicest, it's go by like if you no work available, but you getting paid, you getting paid um vacation time or whatever the case is. If that what I understand, if that money not going into your pension, 
it's considered bad time. Right, but if you're getting paid vacation time, then it's then it's pensionable. There's going yeah, so to OTO it's, time has to be. But it's bad time. You're thinking. He's probably saying bad time when you retire, you owe transit days. You owe back. transit days. That's back. when he's saying bad time. But as far as your pension, like someone told me, when you go out on comp, and you know you you don't get um a differential from transit, they're not taking a pension from you. So when you go to retire, nicest is like you owe us before we could pay you your pension. You missed out on all these days, so now you owe us. $3,000. Right. So it's just so a, it's the just a, it's, using it's just the monetary factor yeah. <laughs> that you, you owe. But as far as time, no, no, yeah, the, no, the time is good. Time. You're good you're, on time. You're good like, on time. But, right? but you just posted something the other day that said that they can't do the four day work week. So it, it, it don't make no sense because if they if it's based on time and it's 40 hours, whether you're working 40 hours in one uh, three days or you're working 40 hours in five days. It's still the same money. But they're saying it's based on days, the right. pension. Who said that? That's the. I, that's what I said when I posted it. I said I have to go look into it, but I was on vacation. That no, no, no. The but pension. Who, okay. okay. Like when they came to, what is it, JP and Willie, the first time they came before the contract came out, and they was asking people, oh, what do you want? And they said, oh, we're thinking of a four-day work week for you guys. But we have to figure it out. This is before they went to the table. Mm -hmm. When they was going around to see what you guys wanted, what we wanted, they was like, oh, we have to figure it out because, you know, we want to do a four-day work week, but we don't know how to work with the pension and everything else. So we was like, well, how you going to put it in a contract if you don't know how it works? You have to figure that out beforehand. So that's how the committee part came up to it. But they were saying in the depot, we have to figure it out because your pension goes by the days. How many, a five-day work week. So we was like, oh, okay, so how could you make it a four-day work week? This is not something you could just go and say, oh, if it goes with our pension, you can't just run down there talking about, oh, cut it into four. You got to revamp the whole thing. So that's when somebody told me, they was like, oh, our people in the depot was like, oh, no, it's no more four-day work week. It's off the table. Oh, okay. Well, like I said, we got, uh, you know, that's a lot to talk about. And definitely, we got uh, the perfect person in here to talk about our, <laughs> our, our guest tonight. We have uh, Mr. Min Khan, back to progressive action. By himself this time. By himself this time. <laughs> Former VP of TA Surface. What's going on, man? How you feeling? Thank you. Thank you for that, Rosen. Welcome. All right. Well, what's going on is... You got to speak into the mic, brother. You know, what's going on is a lot of frustration. You know, I feel it. I feel everybody's pain. I feel everybody's pain who um, are now saying that I didn't know that and I mm -hmm. didn't know this. You know, um, we did a pretty good job organizing. We did a pretty good job organizing. I'm proud of the job everybody did mm -hmm. was involved in that effort. But people are, are now going to be realizing that this is kicking in in 2018. Um, this whole workers' compensation piece, the employee availability piece is not really a, you know, a, a boon for anybody. Um, a few people may, may benefit from it who are going to retire um, in this coming two years, and that's it. Because to achieve those numbers are uh, almost impossible. And then that, that piece, that gain-sharing piece, just think about it. That kicks in if you, uh, if you overachieve. <laughs> 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 
2.5 days. I mean, it's so difficult. Now, we, we have dealt with gain sharing in the contract before in, um, in surface maintenance. I think the only place where um, people probably realized a few bucks was in the stations department. They had some kind of gain sharing there where they gain a few bucks out of it. But gain sharing never works. It's difficult to calculate to start with. I mean, how do you, you're dividing up a few pennies, Yeah. you know, mm -hmm. amongst the whole membership. Now, what you were saying about the, you know, the employee availability thing, that number is based off of a number from 2014 to 2016. So whatever that number is, you got to do two points, two days better than what that is from May. It starts May 1st, 2017. That's when we get our sick days. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's why, that's, why they, that's why they basing it off of the May 1st mm -hmm. to the April 30th, 2019. Because of that, now, this is the funny part, because you were saying that only the people who are retiring within the next two years is going to benefit from that, for the uh, career cash out. I don't even think it's going to be two years, because remember, they could cancel it next year. Oh, yeah, they could get yeah. pissed at us and cancel yeah, it. Yeah, they could cancel it. Now, th those dates are significant because the seventy thirty list comes out. Now, when the seventy thirty list comes out every May. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right, then the union analyzes it, and I don't know if they do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. We, we used to. I mean, I don't know if they do. Um, what what they do is they take the whole membership, and then they cut off a 70 percentile, a 70 percent, and then whatever the number is there, you are in the 70 percent category. They okay. just draw a line through the list at the 70 percent number. So... For instance, like in, I, I don't know what it looks like now. I haven't had my eyes on that list in years. Um, you could have had 10 sick days in your bank. And you were in the 70%. You just made it. Because the cutoff point was like nine days and below. You know, folks who had nine days. Because people use their sick time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. People mm -hmm. use their sick time. So now you're, you're telling folks that um, where that 70% cuts off, it's, that number's got to go up by two days wow. at least. That's not going to happen. <laughs> you know? No, it's not going to happen because you're including injury and duty in there. AWOL. Exactly. A how do you... Yeah. Leave of you, absence. How do you put a worker's comp case? So you're how, supposed to get injured on the job how and you not put say a, nothing? How you put AWOL in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sick, paid, and unpaid. Uh, yeah, how do you add that in? It's everything but what's federally mandated, which is FMLA. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you're supposed to get injured on a job and be like, "Ooh, I want my coworkers to get their sick cash out." No, so no, 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 no. This is this is what happened. TA <laughs> TA covered that for you. You go get hurt on a job. We got the workers comp um doctor. PPO. We go tell you when to come back to work cuz it's not going to be IME doctors. FMLA is in there. You know, um if you have FMLA for yourself, you're using sick time. Mm. So FMLA is in there technically, you know. They don't have to say it. But oh. it's in there. Because I, I got FMLA and it's not for me. Wait, when you use FMLA for yourself, you got to use your sick time, right? Yeah. Correct. That's the only time you could use, right? Right, correct. Well, they have a hard time with that if, if the person is using FMLA. Yeah. If, if it's for yourself, you have to use your sick time. But I would think the union wanted a contract that gives the employees time off. 
time away from the job to de-stress, why rejuvenate. Would a, why would a manager the, want that? Yeah. <laughs> Samuelson is, is a manager. This is just saying it goes to show where your president is at and how he's thinking of the membership. He's making you available to work. And it's like you're supposed to be fighting to make sure that we have a better work schedule, more time off. Like how are we supposed to spend time with our families without You know what it reminds me of, to be honest with you? House niggas. Because it's like the dude, the house nigga that's in the house is saying, Master, he's not working. Mm-hmm. Go get him. Mm-hmm. Samuelson sold us out like that. He did. He did. It's because this whole program, if you look at, at the wording in it, the onus is on the union. Mm-hmm. The onus is on TW Local 100 to whip its members into place. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it's all about here. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, we're going to go out. They, they have an active program that goes on in the Department of Buses. Uh, it's not written anywhere, but they discourage you from going injury and duty. Mm-hmm. They actually, if, if you come in, you've been, let's say you've been assaulted, you've been spit on by somebody. They would say, um, oh, don't, don't worry, um, take your time, stay in the depot, um, we give you something light to do, you know, um, till you feel better. You know, you can sit around here and do nothing as long as you don't fall out that injury and do the paper. That exactly. happened to someone they, I know. Somebody yeah. spit on him. And they was like, but you're a man. Like, that, did that really, <laughs> they you know? said that to him. Did that really yeah. bother you? Or, you know, you fall, you twist your ankle, you say, look, uh, I, I don't think it feels okay. Mm-hmm. Say, all right, all right, just sit around, mm-hmm. relax, take your time. Don't worry about it. Everything going to be fine. But don't fill out that paper, mm-hmm. you know. Well, now, now they wouldn't care if you fill out the paper because you're going to their doctors. Yeah. But that's another thing because I posted the article um, that they had in the newspaper that this workers' comp, the governor didn't even start it yet. Like, we're the pilot program for this <laughs> workers' comp PPO. Because there's people fighting it already. <laughs> right, like, we're the test dummies. How yeah. do you put transit employees as a pilot program when we're a safety sensitive job when you working with management samuelson is management but it's just mind-boggling because you would want your train operators your conductors your bus operators your maintenance department you don't want them working sick and ill because these are the people that put together the equipment that go and drive it to move the city. So the doctor's gonna say, "Oh, go back to work with your wrist all yes, messed no, up." Yes, no, wonder why? Because you're a number. If How you mess I'm supposed up, to push and pull? They don't care. You're a number. They've trained somebody in Zariga right now to take your spot. Justin, oh, Justin, here. what you saying sounds so logical. <laughs> <laughs> it's so not about all, logic. Yeah. <laughs> so after it's all about these, their bottom line. Right? Yeah. So after Money. all these years, you still push and pull? Yes. Yeah. She it's knows how money. to say the right thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so think about this. Is this coincidence that the governor in his, his um, state budget speech talks about workers' compensation is so costly mm-hmm. and it's costing employers and it's driving employers out of New York State and discouraging employers who may want to come here from coming here and he's got to do some workers' compensation reform. Mm-hmm. And just around the time that he's talking about this crap, it ends up in our contract. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, this sounds like um, a pat in the back type of thing in the back room. But it's in our contract. Where can New York City Transit leave? 
So you gave it to a, a, an agency that can't pick up and say, I'm going to Canada. Who's going to run the trains but, but, and buses? But right. the budget is upon him. That This is his business because yes. he, he's in charge of the state. So he's trying it on his own business first to show him I could do it here. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't got nothing to worry so about. So now come your on private in. business yes. can come in because I got the One of the most notorious control. departments in New York City Transit Authority Anybody who's had a taste of them is the Workers' Compensation Injury and Duty Department. They starve you out. They give you the worst treatment you could mm-hmm. possibly get. Uh, deny your case. You know, do whatever they have to do to get you back to work. Mm-hmm. And that they don't have to pay, pay that insurance claim. Yeah. I mean, they go to draconian measures. You know, to treat you like a dog when you get injured on duty. And it's true that the MTA, don't they, the only company in the United States that insure themselves? Well, I don't know if they're the only company, but they are self-insured. Mm-hmm. You know, because of their size, they can afford to. So, and then it's not their money. These managers, it's not their money. And, 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 and I keep saying that, I mean, yeah, that's not their money. Like, what are y'all doing? You know, like, why do y'all do what y'all do to people? So for? they could get a bonus. Yeah, but you want exactly. You know, the, these managers, I think within their own circles, I think they go in and see who could cause the most damage. That's they claim the fame on us. Look. You call it damage. Jam- they Jamal, call it progress. You, you, Jamal, Jocelyn, you're, you're like the young bloods, right? We, we Boy, need- Jamal almost old as you. <laughs> 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 You see, he ain't arguing with you. <laughs> you I mean, don't look that way. What, what I'm saying, is, what I'm saying is, here, there's um, a lot of research to be done. Uh-huh. My belief is um, Transit Authority is, is like an ice cream company. You know, it's all white on top, and then it gets brown in the cone coming down below. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Say, say that again, brother. Yeah, they are ice cream company. White on top. You know, vanilla is all up there. You know. And then it's all brown coming down in the cold. You know what I'm saying? So, this place is built on institutional racism. Without a doubt. You know, and, and we, have a, we have a president that just buys into that kind of stuff. He chose... Wait, wait, before I, before I even go there, this thing is pissing me off so much. You know, when you go to the, the, the bargaining table... You know, I'm not beating my own drum here, but I, I've been through quite a few negotiations and training for negotiations. Sat across the table from these people a few times. One of the things they teach you is never bargain against yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, you have a list of proposals. They have a list of proposals. It goes something like this. They hand their proposals, you hand your proposals. So let's go through a checklist. Let's see what we're interested in here. Mm-hmm. Um, item one, sorry, we, we're not prepared to talk about that at this time. And, you know, you go down the list at that time like that, you know. There's the open salvo until you get somewhere where people really want to talk about something. What you don't do is hand them a piece of paper saying, this is what I'm willing to accept, All right? And this is what Samuelson did in, in 2000. And, the, the prior contract, 14. right, the prior contract, this is exactly what he did. Because he told us he was going to do that. He handed the paper around to the executive board. He, he didn't even tell the executive board, as a matter of fact. It came out in an email. He sent an email around. I was on the board. I got the email and said, this is what our position is going to be. And he proposed 
five years to top pay. He proposed it to the authority. Look, this is who I'm willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to sacrifice the cleaners, but I'm not willing to, to sacrifice maintainers. The, the authority said, oh yeah? Well, you're going to sacrifice everybody, right? Since you're willing to sacrifice <laughs> the cleaners, you're going to sacrifice <laughs> exactly. everybody. Yeah. And they shoved it down his throat, that five years. Then Roger Toussaint, at arbitration, got our health benefit contribution stabilized at 1.5% on 40 hours before there was an escalator clause and it based on your overtime, it would go up. We went to arbitration, proved with actuarial studies that that 1.5% was paid for everybody's health benefit, retirees, active employees, everybody. The arbitrator agreed, say, okay, 1.5%. Samuelson proposed to the Transit Authority to raise it to 2% for, for new employees, 1.5% um, for employees with families, and 1% for single, uh, single employees. Mm -hmm. That was his proposal. You know, the Transit Authority said, well, are you willing to pay more? Pay 2% everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He got everything that he put across the table, jammed back at him, and more. You know, he went to the, the table as weak as any president ever been to the table, a negotiation table. Would you consider him the worst president ever? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'll make sure you, I wasn't you know, alone. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. I could go on record and, and, and say this. Toussaint wasn't a people person, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But he was the best damn president this local ever seen, bar none. He cared about the members. You know what I'm saying? He cared about the members. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And these, these, this jerk, Samuelson, you know, I, I have to restrain myself. Don't restrain yourself. You know, we, we, the people need to hear this anger. No, man. no, I know. He's just selling members down the drain. You know, we went on strike in 2005 for the unborn. You know, we would not accept a proposal. At that time, was they were proposing a tier five. Mm -hmm. You know, so new folks came in would have been in a tier five paying more. What what he has basically done is divide up this this whole local into tiers. It's, when I say, for lack of a better word, we we on a, a step scale type of salary. Correct. If you look um, going down, the, yeah, the new people. <laughs> They pay, depending on how much money they make, between 3 and 6%. Mm -hmm. And then amongst new people, you know, you could be paying more. I could be earning more than you all, mm -hmm. or less than you, depending on, on how much I, I, um, I pay into my pension. And then I'm paying more into my health benefits, right? So then the older folks, right, with tier 4, they don't have those penalties. So they're earning more. So we're working side by side. Mm -hmm. Even when you get to that six-year mark where you get your top pay, right? Mm -hmm. you're still going to be earning Glad less. You said six years. It's yeah. alleg allegedly. People don't understand it's at your six-year mark. Well, I don't know. The paper says, and we specifically asked Samuelson, this at the executive board. It was asked, is this a six-year progression or a five-year progression? He, he, he asked like... Um, 
What are you talking about? Like, um, I don't understand <laughs> the question. It's a five-year progression. Blah, 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 blah. We say, well, this here says 90% or 85% depending on what title mm-hmm. you're in. You know, you, you, you make that money. It doesn't say at, at, on your fifth year you got 100%. No. You know, you, you, you achieve parity with your co-workers. It says 90%, 85%, whatever. So we yet to live that out. Um, folks who've been hired, I want to see what their pay is going to be when they, they reach that five-year mark. Mm-hmm. What is your pay going to be? The sixth year. Because you get the top pay at the beginning of the first day of your sixth year. All right. <laughs> right. Okay. So you see where we are yeah. with that? Now, going back to this institutional racism, I say Sam is joining in with them, with this ice cream company, right? <laughs> right? You you take the most, um, the, the department that has the most discipline, they beat up on them the most, they have the worst job in the system, they got to clean up after people in all different ways, you know, I've been following that discussion. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. And, right? And he decided to make them the sacrificial lambs. You know what, what they started these people at? 60% mm-hmm. of their top pay. 60%. That's almost a McDonald's salary. Yeah. You know, and McDonald's is going up to 15 To $15. Mm-hmm. You know. You, to flip you can, burgers. You, you imagine if, if you had a wife and at home and you got to take home after taxes 480 bucks a week huh? after taxes mm-hmm. that's what they're paying you know we fought you know you know um to, re- to remove training pay because we thought it was so ridiculous yeah roger called it burger king wages yeah yeah we yeah. fought to get that out of the contract and there this guy just jumps right back in you know, jumps right back in, and he calls himself a labor leader. You know, well, he 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 likes to whatever uh, Toussaint did. He likes to destroy it and put his own spin in it. Yeah, and, and rename then, it. And then yet people keep saying that, um, well, you know, that uh, John Samson was Toussaint's protege. Is basically he wrote his coattails and everything. But I'm saying to myself, and the people even going to tell me that. Roger, you know, trained him and 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 groomed him to be president. But I'm saying to myself, <laughs> how? Roger, like, Roger didn't groom him to be president. But I, I don't want to get in that. Let let Roger talk about that. Himself. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get into that. But Samuelson hasn't proved himself to be a labor leader. All he proved himself to be is a fat pig at the trough. <laughs> 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 <You know. laughs> You know, the folks, the folks that are around Samuelson now, you know, um, if you look at those people, they do nothing for the members. You know, the, we used to have an activist union. When I say we used to have, an, we used to have. Mm-hmm. Officers were mandated to go into the field and look after their members. Mm-hmm. They were mandated to squeeze the transit authorities' uh, proverbial balls. Mm-hmm. Squeeze it hard. Mm-hmm. So when we got to the table, they looked at us with respect. They have no respect for these guys. None whatsoever. They because they know they're self-serving, basically. Exactly. You go to the table with nothing. Mm-hmm. 
Why do you think he needs this army of release time, which he's paying for out of the labor fund? Mm-hmm. We are not benefiting from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, army of release time people up there that do nothing all day other than to carry some instant propaganda in the field. And then basically these are the same people who, who are on release time who battle us on Facebook, and no matter, no matter what you say that's correct, They'll battle you and tell you otherwise. Say no, that's that's alive. This that and this that the third. Like what, but no objectivity. Exactly. And, and, and they'll call the police on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we can't forget yeah, about sure. that, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah they, they they they're all about their own personal ambitions. I'm off the train. I'm off the bus. I'm not down in the subway breathing steel dust. What could be better? Mm-hmm. You know. So therefore, I lose, I lose my objectivity. I can't think anymore. Whatever they tell me to do, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, they call the cops this time. You would have thought that there was, for that rally, that there was 2,000, 5,000 of people out there. But basically, and then you said it was women and children. Yeah. It was, it was, it was female it was, members with their kids. Yeah. It was, you seen a stroller in the picture. <laughs> I was like, yo, well, y'all call the cops. You know, anytime you run into Arthur Schwartz again, say, how much time they call the cops on Amin Khan? You know, um, management did. Not not our union brothers. Management did mm-hmm. for shutting down shit all about. <laughs> yeah. You understand? Management more than once. But we, here we have union brothers. You know, doing this kind of stuff. Well, what I wanted to appeal to today is the the young folks. I want them to join in with us. I want them to take that step. Take that step in every department that you are. We want to offer you training. Mm-hmm. We want, when you go into the field, you know what you're saying, what you're talking about. Um, if, if somebody comes up to you and say, but how much time you got on the job? You say, well, it don't matter. What's your question? Mm-hmm. You know? You say, it doesn't matter how much time I have on the job. Oh, okay, I can tell you. I've been here three years. So what's your question? You know, we want people to have that kind of confidence. Yeah. Because... There are older folks out there or somebody who's been on the job maybe a few years before you is going to say, oh, you don't know nothing. You don't mm-hmm. have no experience. You just come in the transit authority. You don't have time in the bathroom mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff like that. So young folks have confidence. We're going to train you. Join the battle. Join the fight. We're going to train you. We're going to teach you everything there is to know about unionism. We're going to teach you about the history of the local. We're going to teach you about the contract, what's in there. We're going to teach you how to use the contract. We're going to teach you how to answer members. And we're going to teach you, if you don't know the answer, where to find it. Mm-hmm. You know, because you pick up the phone and call one of these reps here, you're lucky if you get them to start with. Mm-hmm. If you, you even know. have their number. You know, yeah, because that, that union hall is... Uh, a ten to two <laughs> business. Yeah, <laughs> Simply, it's been ten. Like, leave a two. What? It's been like what? two what? accidents at Cadman Plaza, right across from the Union Hall, and I don't even know if a rep from the Union Hall what? went outside to be like, "What happened?" You like, make sense, Con, because when they call the police on us, it was after two o'clock, so maybe we were trespassing. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was it was time for them to lock up. It was up, about right? two two fifteen two thirty. They yeah. call the cops on. Yeah. <laughs> time time to go home. Why are these guys holding us up? Yeah, you know. I think Samuelson is like with all these people on release. He's running his union like 
some intimidation factor kind of thing. He he rolls with a click. The TA surface division roll with a click. When they come to map store, it's a whole bunch of them. And it's like, for what? Why do you need 10 people behind you to address your members? Because they not living honest. Are all 10 of them talking? What do they have? Are these 10 reps from that department to give different perspective, to, you know, go in the crowd and answer your questions, to say, hey, what's going on? Do you have any? Well, it can't, no. be, it can't be the intimidation factor because, hell, they needed all those reps to go to RTO terminals, and they didn't go to the terminals to pass the contract. So it can't be the intimidation factor. They try though. No, they. The, I'm being facetious, but yeah. they can't be the intimidation <laughs> factor. Because you know? the, the thing about the um, you know visuals, it look good when you see a whole bunch of people wearing the same thing, and it's look like it's in unison, and you dealing with the union because people get the ideology that we work for the union, mm-hmm. when in, in fact the union work for us. So they come with this 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 like when they came to Stillwell, they all had on union stuff, so it looked like something, but they got pushed back on. And it was only like three or four of us pushing back on them. You know, there, there are different type of union models. You know, there's the activist union mm-hmm. where you'd have the, the, the top officers in, the, in that union would try to get their members involved in everything and be active and aware of everything and be mm-hmm. educated. And then there's the service model. The service model is where you keep your members dumb down yep. and, you know, you make all the decisions on top. And tell mm-hmm. the tell the member, oh, this is good for you, and that's good for you. Yeah, you know. So that's what we have here now. That type of service model union. But one thing they keep forgetting, you know, this union is an industrial union. In an industrial union, is one for all, all for one. When we go inside that negotiating room to talk, we're talking for everyone. We're talking from from the lowest title to the highest title. Everybody across the board has to be treated equally. What he has done is is split this union up with unequal treatment. Especially with this contract, definitely. Oh, oh, they, this even makes it worse. Mm-hmm. These last two contracts are the worst two contracts we, we've seen. This is why I tell folks, we went to arbitration. People have this, this room out there like, oh, when you go to arbitration, you're going to get less than what you got. What you gain was take, will be taken away. Like, they're scared to go to arbitration over a contract. Well, I would be scared to go to arbitration with Samuelson, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Thank you for being yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a, he's yeah. an incapable president. He's an incapable president. One know? thing about, back to that active, activist union versus a service union, and we was discussing this because I was telling Jamel and Jamel Wood, Everything going on now against unions and the right to work and workers' compensation that he basically put in a contract, you would think that all these release members would be on the bus to Albany every month to push and lobby for TWU. But instead, they're out in the field pushing Samuelson's propaganda. Like, we need to take the union back to where you both board the bus and go up to Albany and talk to your reps and talk to your leaders. I mean, you don't even have to go to Albany. Go into the community and find the councilmen and the councilwomen and say, listen, our members are moving to Pennsylvania. They're doing this. We need help. Why isn't that happening? Well, look, look, this is a guy who called Tier 6 a victory. Yes, you know, he did. It was a flyer out that his you know, people pushed. He, he, he did not rally the members and say, look, 
we're going to push back against this tier six. We mm-hmm. don't want it mm-hmm. in the transit authority. And said he took a pat on the back mm-hmm. right? and said, um, 25-55, a victory. Victory for our members. You know, it's sad, you yeah. know. So th- this guy is not going to go to Albany to lobby for anything. Oh, wait, he said, being that we voted yes on this contract, he's going to Albany now to lobby for tier six. Lobby what? Right. (laughs) What is he going to lobby? Like how you're fighting after the fight. Again, Daddy Cuomo put tier six into effect. So what is he going up there to fight? And this is how he feed the members. Like, he really think we're dumb. Go ahead. That day we was at the um, union hall, you heard what his assistant said. That they go in the lobby to take the cap off, the fifteen off the overtime. Yeah, they that that's the first thing that how they go attack it is taking the fifteen thousand dollar cap off. Let me, oh, okay, now let me counteract what whoever that is said that you you want to go and you want to take the cap off, right? But see, it's so much stuff that they say that contradicts what's actually in here, mm-hmm. and then what they say. Okay, you want to lift the cap. But yet you got this dumb shit in the contract about a four-day work week and a 13-hour days in RTO. This is shit that basically cuts all the overtime. Yeah. If it if it's implemented. So that's yeah. what I mean when I say so you you know you got stuff in there that cuts all the overtime, but then you say you want to lift the cap. So that's what I mean was how contradictory is that? You know, if if Samuelson stays in there for the you know for the next two years, if he doesn't something catastrophic doesn't happen <laughs> he stays in there for the next few years and he happens to be successful with some type of tier six for reform you know amen for that you know amen for that i don't want to see him fail yeah. if he's gonna reform tier six because that that's so draconian it's so draconian mm-hmm. you know it, it's sinful mm-hmm. in 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 labor terms you know it's I mean, what are you doing with your people? Exactly. You know, what are you doing to your people, your members? And but, but Jamal, I want to bring up something else because I'm still confused on somebody in Map Store or some people in Map Store have a 3063 TS6 pension. Because those documents, I didn't pull them out of my ass. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You know, it, it was my intention to print them and walk with them here tonight, but I sent you the link. To it, it describes it, it describes the entire TSX map store pension, and people in there have a thirty sixty three. It may not be operators, but somebody has it. Yeah, because it wouldn't be in there if it didn't pertain to somebody. Exactly, it's in there, and who has it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean. Why don't they just come out and say who has it? Just come out and say, I don't know if it's the OA clericals. <laughs> you know, it could be. It could be, yeah. I don't know, you know. If can we just call Nices? You know? Can we call Nices no, and no, find no, out? No, no, no. We could just call out a two Broadway, the, um, the Map Store Pension Board. You should do that tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, let's clear this up. Let's clear <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it. And they're not going to lie. Cause they they, they got, can't lie, they yeah. They can't lie, yeah. Yeah, who has that? Who has that? You know? Tell us. You know, it may not be the operators, you know. Somebody got it. But somebody got it yeah. up there. Or somebody going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Because you know. that's what I'm saying. Like, because I seen somebody today put up there and was like, 
we don't have it. It's it's twenty five fifty five. Yeah, so but, I saw somebody post um something. Yeah, for the bus operator. For the map store bus yeah. operator. But okay. like you said, somebody got it because it's not in there for no reason. For no reason. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make those documents. We're not making up lies here. We're not spreading rumors. This is the MTA documents. Yeah, somebody got it. Yeah. So yeah, so you go do that tomorrow, Jamel. Yeah, I'll make that but call. you know that yeah. would be mm-hmm. like the union hiding things. You know, put the best one on top. Of and course, but you know how big you know how big that is. Let me ask you, Con. You think that this is the official contract? Because this thing still look like highlights to me. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you something. Low lights. Yeah, low lights. Yeah. <laughs> you said today that the MTA board finalized. Yeah, they they voted on a contract. They today. voted to finalize, and they was and they was. I got the pit. I got actually pictures of them. Um, smiling and happy and cheesing that. Yeah, it's a, it's a rubber stamp, you know. They never vote against anything, you know. They always vote for everything. Once once it's presented in them, they rubber stamp it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Then you know. I believe I believe because I I got word today that that there is some more literature that has to come out f- from the contract from all this from these forty six even more than what these. It has to be pages. because remember management wanted we 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 got to call out an hour before they wanted two hours. That wasn't ever. It's a lot of stuff that but, they. Uh, well, well, but according to the union, we didn't succumb to that. That's exactly what was said in that conference call. Kia and them oh, said I in missed that, that one. conference call. Right. Yeah, that's what he said. So we didn't, you know, we didn't, you know, go. It's for stuff that. missing. But remember, they could say Kia could say that for RTO, and then they turn around and make You're right. buses <laughs> right call out. Two remember, hours in remember, y'all thirty days. We and twenty. Twenty. Right. Yeah. So, you know, they could say, oh, no, we didn't succumb to that. And then you turn around in buses and you like, no, you need to give two hours notice <laughs> now, for this call off because y'all mother efforts take off too much. Now, the funny thing is, I mean, and, mm. and well, everybody, how Richie Davis was on record at the Manhattanville Depot saying because somebody asked him about the four day work week because that's a concern for a lot of people. They're mm-hmm. like, yo. So they like so Richie Davis answered them and said, well, listen, that's. TA surface. I don't know. <laughs> that's some that's some shit that they agreed to. I didn't sign my name to it. But I'm looking at this right here, and what does this say? What, what does it say on there? In bold print right here. Oh, map store operators. Map store operators. Look, Simon's then, just signed and off then, for and, and then Richie Davis's name is signed, signature is down there at the bottom. Map store operators. Yes, it is. So I'm wondering. Page so, three of three. Exactly. So it's confusing. Like, yo, you saying that you ain't signed off on this and you don't know nothing about it. Well, he, but it's all, it's, I, it's I, right here, black and white. I'm hearing he catching a lot of heat right now. Who? Because Richie Davis, because one of his members was on the promotion and management list Two and he ain't know. So yeah. I heard they, they, they got at him about that today. One of his members or one of his junior reps? Frank Austin. They, oh, yeah, Frank. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he, he's already, he already got it. No, right? I know, but. Wasn't it, it an e-board member as well that got promoted? Yeah, well, um, who's the other person? Yeah, that, I that lady. Two um, people. They said. Oh yeah, the I, I know day, it is from the Bronx. They said yeah. the I know day is, the yeah. contract went through. Yeah. Two map store people promoted. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now is this something in the bylaws that says something about Frank Austin? And I, I know yeah, but Frank guy, yeah. was no longer an officer. He lost his election to Anthony Marshall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anthony Marshall was, is the division chair, so Frank. Pretty much was free to do whatever he wanted to. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. you know. Now, yeah, that's um, <laughs> it's yeah. interesting. And and I know y'all <laughs> don't know this either, but the e board, of course, I keep telling them. I po- then I post this the other day. I said the e board is going to vote 
in favor of Willie Rivera with my charges. Of course. Yeah. Of, of course, they did that today. <laughs> oh, that's what happened? Oh, that's they, what went down? They did that today. Arthur Swartz said, you know, per constitution, these charges can't be upheld here, but they can be upheld in the outside court, which we know that. So, Willie, let's bring your ass to federal court. <laughs> Wear your best suit, <laughs> and we go hear you talk because you go, you go, you have to own up to those, um, those, you know, accusing me of those, those, those vicious things. I don't things. understand why would the e boy not take up the charges? So it's so they're they're basically saying well, what the he's way doing it, member to the, member the, is okay. No, with the with, with the way it works is that the lawyer suggests how they should vote on it. I recommend that y'all do this, mm-hmm. but you know. They, they, they would not have. They would not have. But you know what? You know, yeah. They building a case against themselves yeah, because yeah. they did it the wrong Carter. Yeah. You know, what, is it is it a black and white thing? Y'all need to explain this. Because I don't it, think you should compare your case to Ron. But Carter's the, but case. but it's the it's the same type of effect. Um, in fact, what Willie did was even worse. Why? Because there's a witness. Ron, no, there never was no witness. Willie was the witness. Willie said, I'm not taking this. I don't like what he's doing to my members. But Willie is the same one. Like, with my case, I don't have to prove damages. Willie done did enough. Yes. But <laughs> to I don't put himself think in the hole. To compare yours to Ron. Yeah, Barnes. but it's a black and it's a black and who you management? I'm not management. I'm just. <laughs> you you sounding like have, Samuelson over there. I'm not sounding like Samuelson. I'm we sounding can, like we, someone we, smart we, telling you not to compare we can, Jermel we can, Thompson we can, to Ron Carter. We no, can. We can. You can't. We can't. Moving right along. <laughs> you know, that that whole piece on, on the woman's issue oh. that they, they have in the contract there, they, they stuck that in there <laughs> as something new when it was a memo from the Transit Authority. From 2009. <laughs> um, Valerie Carson Bino, she was the head of human resources at the time. Um, before that, she was in labor relations. We know her. We, we've been, you know, I've dealt with her before. Upstanding lady, you know, cares about women and stuff. Not so much about other stuff because you know once you get into labor relations, that down in, in the transit authority is a win and lose type of situation. It's like you're on a football team. Yeah. You know, let's see how much points I can score. You know, that's how they, you know, they pat each other on the back. But they took that thing and stuck it in the contract, like if um, they they did something for y'all. And they did nothing. We spoke about that. Like, you wrote a memo to have a conversation to discuss women's issues. None of that says what we're going to do concrete. And what they said was, like, build the women's bathrooms restrooms and um, rooms for you to pump milk in. And then they put red tape around it about who's going to build it. We're going to use TA people and outside people and all this other stuff. And they're like, why is that part in which you're going to get done for the women? Well, when did women start working on this job? Yesterday? <sighs> exactly. Well, look, know. look. This, this is nothing new. Um, <laughs> Richard Ravitch, a, a former TA president, sat on a, a, a committee appointed mm-hmm. by the MTA board after the 2005 strike. And they produced a, a white paper on improvements for quality of life for transit authority employees. And all these things are in there. The, the authority had a mandate to do all these things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not like um, we had to go begging to get women's bathrooms or get our facilities done. It's up to the union to enforce it and make sure it gets done. That that report is not dead. 
All he the, does is just re-enter yeah. it in another yeah. contract. Yeah, all, all, they, all the union needs to do is enforce it. They don't need to put it in, in, in the contract and, and words. They just need to enforce it. What do this union enforce? You know, what the union, especially <laughs> as far as this women issue. You see, I'm stumped. <laughs> <laughs> but especially as far as these women issues concern, um, the union can move the women of TWU to start doing things that Excuse get me. management attention. Oh, there's no bathroom? Calling that comfort and go where you need to, you feel comfortable to go and we'll deal with it when it comes back. That's what they need to do. Oh, you don't want to build a restroom? Especially as we were discussing as far as like RTO issues and them taking personals and everything else. We need the women to come in and say, oh no, I'm pregnant. I'm going to stop this train and go to the restroom. Oh, this restroom is not, you know, there's no restroom here. I don't know how to get to it. You know, we need more women to take a stand and put those issues out there. Because the more and more we stay silent, the union is not going to do it. And each contract, they're going to say, oh, we're going to build you a bathroom. And then the next contract, yeah. we're going to build you a bathroom. Yeah, and we, we're going we're gonna to get um, bus um, bathrooms on the road for you. You know, part of, part of the issue here is that employees are dedicated. Mm -hmm. They're dedicated to their job. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I feel guilty, you know, a bus operator would say, look, I, I feel guilty about stopping my bus in the middle of the road to go take a personal because, you know, the, the there's so much pressure from the customers on the bus and all that. So, you know, I hold it to the end of the line or whatever. But you got to make your issues known. Yes. You know, if it becomes commonplace, customers will know, hey, shucks, I better leave home a little earlier mm -hmm. <laughs> because chances are a bus operator may need to go to the bathroom. Yes. And I just got it. They are people too, yep. you know. It's not only about me, you know. So it's, it's an education issue. You know, <clears throat> let me, I want to interject on that because... You know, again, that's again, that's my thing. You know, that's what I do. I clean the swing rooms uptown. So, you know, the thing is that they put back in the contract what y'all already put in, because they had the rose swing, they had swing room TA swing rooms. Yeah. But Samuelson had them closed, from what I understand. Yeah, he did. Okay, so basically, it's like then you you put it back in the language, and then my thing is now. You know, again, they want to sell the members a dream because it's tougher now with real estate. Mm -hmm. So because basically this is something that and again, you don't need to put it on the contract table because this is something that the division officers can work out with the division management. They go find if the union goes goes and find a spot mm -hmm. and their management comes along, they see it, they agree on it. They get the, the monthly, you know, um, you know what, you know, whatever the rent's going to mm -hmm. be or whatever. And they work it out and they and, and they get it cracking. That's the way it's been for the longest. They act. They act again. They act like they planted a flag, like they invented something new with this language here. You but know that's, what I'm that goes yeah, back to what Khan was saying, like us as operators, you know, whether it's in a train or on the bus we feel like we don't want to disrupt service. So we're putting our health at risk mm -hmm. to keep things going. And you don't have a, an administration backing you to say, no, go to the restroom, or at least not in all places. Some places you do have, you know, your depot chair saying, listen, the bathroom at the plaza is broke. 
take a personal and come back to the depot. If they don't want to fix it, that's what we want you to do. But then in other places, you might not have your union backing you, so you're putting your own health at risk because you don't want to get in trouble by management. Right. What no. type of administration is that? Your union should be there to say, I'm, after you take that personal, call me on my cell phone so I can come meet your train wherever it's at just in case we have an issue. Right. We don't have that administration. We have the administration that says, well, I'm going to give you the management because I just don't really, you should have moved the train. And you're like, how does that work? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to be there. Stop re-putting things in a contract and have the members act on what we already have and move forward with that. Well, that's what we're talking about, an activist union. They are not interested in making activists out of our members because... No. They, mm-hmm. they, they see it as a threat. Yep. They see it as a threat. If I make an activist out of you, you might be president one day. No, I don't want that. But you want you get a stronger union out of it. No, you're not going to be president, but guess what? The president can't be everywhere. And I don't have to be released to be in a depot talking to my other union members on what's going on. I'm just... I like driving a bus, so I can be there and still inform people around me without saying, oh, I want somebody's seat. Everyone isn't, you know, made to be the president. Everyone isn't made to be the depot chair, the secretary, whatever on. Like, some people want those positions, others don't. I could have a conversation with you in passing and say, listen, did you get the contract? Did you vote? I could tell people who I spoke to, and if they voted or not, just by them looking at me. They look at me guilty that they didn't vote. And I'm like, well, when these things come down the chopping block and your ass ain't getting no overtime, then what you going to say? You have yourself to blame. But we need an activist union so all the members can teach one and we can exactly. all learn. Exactly. And then, you wanna, learn. and then something else real quick, and I want to point this out to you too, Jocelyn. This is something that basically is, it caught my eye on when I did the video. And it says minimum road swings for bus operators. 40-minute <laughs> swing for operators who swing on the road. But what about the, well, what about the swings that the, the runs are swinging in the depot? How long are those swings going to be? But see, that's, that's a, another thing he lied about because they said they were going to make all the schedules a minimum of 40-minute swings. But it, but it doesn't say that. So now again, you, when you go exactly. to the arbitrator, <laughs> it doesn't say all schedules. It says for operators who swing on the road. So what again? So so because they are because they are runs and lines mm-hmm. where operators swing in the depot. Yep. So what about them? Here's the, here's the but here's another thing to that. That's where the division comes in. Right. Now you're gonna pick runs to be like oh whatever. But here's another thing with that that I tell people unless they change the TA surface paddle, some members already have it in their mind to go to the yard on their swing 10 minutes before their pullout time, even though it does not say on the paddle a report time back from your lunch. You know, on a TA surface paddle, it just says pull out, and it might say 3 o'clock. Well, all paddles, not just TA surface. Yeah, yeah so all, paddles, all yeah. the paddles right. will say pull out, and it'll say 3 o'clock. So it'll have you on lunch from 2.20 to pull out time at 3 o'clock. Right. But... People who go back to the yard, they'll go at 2.30 because that 10-minute time frame in their head. So unless they really fix the paddle on the, the, how it goes, 
members are not really going to get a 40 minute lunch unless they show up to the pullout time the time their lunch ends this is this is stuff that's been discussed <laughs> for years and years and years right. and years right? and yes. years but our union doesn't want to push it now here's here's an area where you can bring bring members together yeah in a common cause mm-hmm. right you can force change in those schedules mm-hmm. right you can actually force change because if your union stands up out there every day until some and every depot every mm-hmm. day until something happens, you tell everybody report at your pullout time. Yeah, not ten minutes before the pre-trip your bus. Or, no, or don't don't come down here and pre-trip your, your bus. Lunch break. Or some some members they like to hold their bus. You know they tell it. Oh, I like how this bus is running. I want to hold this bus. You know they say okay. But this one I let my little pet. Pet operators, yeah, you can hold your bus, you know. So when they come downstairs, they just jump back in the same bus and they're out of there, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> well, yeah, usually that goes down. Like if you have a if you have a double pull in, if you have to pull in for your swing, yeah. Instead of going through all that, then sometimes some dispatcher will let you keep your bus out there. You so, but, but you know, but basically in a case where you gotta go pull in, depend depending upon the depending upon the time frame, there could be a ramp line in the evening. And now you got to sit on the ramp line to get the bus in, but now you got, but now you got to go make a relief. So it, it it cuts into your time to where you eat, sit down, and actually eat your meal. Well, you remember know? they said now it's gonna be thirty minutes on the um, the meals if you blow your swing instead of twenty. Yeah, that's what they said. What's in the contract? Well, no, that's it. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's thirty yeah. minutes instead of twenty. Yeah. So you yeah, you allow that minimum twenty minutes. minutes. Now it yep. moved up to thirty, so that's that's a good thing. But do not report back ten minutes before to pre-trip your bus. I do not do it. I report after my swing. I go <clears throat> to the dispatcher on the pullout time, mm-hmm. and um, when I get to the terminal, they're like, "Why are you late?" I'm like, "I'm not late. Your schedule is an error." Like, you can't have me doing two things at once. I can't drive the bus and eat because you're going to give me a violation. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have two hands on the wheels and all these other things. Yeah. Can't drive the bus and be hungry because then that's a safety issue. So they have to do things. They have to make these schedules better for the operators. And to be honest, when you have a better schedule that the operator is able to work, things will run much more smoothly. Don't you think? Uh, it should if, like, you would be like, oh, okay, I got an adequate lunch break. You know, you report in the morning, get your bus, pre-trip, whatever. I don't have no problem with 10 minutes. I don't know how many people need more. But you get it, pre-trip it, go on the road. Good layover times, like a good schedule would make service function so much better. But see, like I said, Jocelyn, through the years, they've cut and cut and cut because it used to be, it used to, that's the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. I remember working when I drove the one-on-one line years ago, and I remember having 25 minutes down in Sixth Street. I, now th- that's, that's damn near a whole. <laughs> that's damn near a swing. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's what I mean when I say you know I remember the running time being two hours or 15 minutes. But we but, just have to get back to yeah. So that's what I mean when I say it's these things have eroded through the years. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and basically, you know, division off, you know, people in divisions, and just the membership has allowed it to be. But the membership, 
it's happened because people hasn't been teaching the membership through the years. Yep. That's what's you know, that's what's been going on. So everything everything that you see now is like nah, it's, it's not the way it was back in the day. And even before my time, it was sweeter. Sweeter. Look, so. there's there's stuff in the contract that is not even enforced. I'll give you an example. And this is this is where the TA Service Committee would have had some leverage to get something for us. On schedule over time, in the contract, mm -hmm. in any department, they have to pay you a meal allowance. It's three bucks. Mm -hmm. Not a whole lot of money. Mm -hmm. Only one place, um, TA Surface Maintenance and Map Store Maintenance, we get five bucks. <coughs> because we went to the table with it. But they don't ever pay you that meal allowance in, in, um, in transportation. Nope. They don't ever pay it, right? According to the contract, on schedule over time, mm -hmm. they have to pay you that $3 meal allowance. Mm -hmm. So every time you work a piece of on schedule over time, they tell you, we have a piece of work you want to work, you say yes, they put an extra 3 bucks on your paycheck. Mm -hmm. And they don't do it. Now, if you, if you go back years and do a tally of how many people have worked over time and how many three bucks you haven't paid, it's going to come up to a sizable sum of money. Wow. It's Can they get their money now? Well, unless we grieve it. Okay. Why don't you grieve it? I, I don't work overtime. You don't mean. You don't mean. You don't have to work. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to be. Um, right. You yeah. said unscheduled overtime. Unscheduled right? overtime. Yeah. So let's say like when you go in there, like you don't. You like take it like if you go in there and you see work up on the board, you don't take it or you don't know. Oh, okay, well, well, I'm sure you know people who do. Right. Yeah. So we could I could learn the process to do teach a, them. Do an adult grievance. Yeah, that's what you need to. Because what I used to do when I used to do overtime, I got I got that five dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I used to get it. Yeah. You, know. you do that adult grievance and you you get that money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because if if it become if it goes. This is what we, we did this in um, surface maintenance. Mm -hmm. We did it. Um, they weren't paying it. We made an atal grievance, and they had to go back years and check. Wow. Years and check. You know, people got some sizable checks mm. out of that. I'm talking about thousands. Wow. You know. Because it's every piece of overtime. So if they work five days and they took a little piece, that's what, $15 for the right. week. Right now, let me ask you something. The Miller, the the Miller allowance is for emergencies, like snow emergencies, that type of stuff, right? No emergency work. Any any oh, on emergency ed, work, emergency work, unscheduled uh. work is emergency work. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's how that's how they define it for the meal allowance. Unscheduled work. If they pre-schedule the work, if they say, well, you know, we got overtime tomorrow, put your names up on the board. You put your name. I want to work tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Then you don't get that meal allowance. Okay. Yeah. But once it's on schedule, you come in today for today, you get mm -hmm. that that allowance. Now, with, now that you mentioned that, you reminded me of a bulletin that they just released in RTO or some months ago that they could force us to work overtime. What? Yeah. Yeah, they, oh, they can. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, it was that, you, yeah. They could force us to work overtime. Yeah, yeah. If they if, if they declare that they have an emergency situation. Um, well, what could constitute an emergency? 
um, 20 people didn't come to work, they call out sick. That that could constitute an emergency yeah. because we can't make service. Mm -hmm. So now I could force you to double up or whatever. Because we we had this grievance um, in a Shakti department and we lost. Basically, um, you know, at the time the the chair of the Shakti department, the chair VP. At that time, you know, I was telling all the members, refuse the overtime, don't take it, go home. Mm -hmm. Management said, well, we're going to make you take that overtime. And we went to arbitration and we basically had to settle the case. Okay. You know. So they could make a bona fide case in front of an arbitrator that they need you to work. Yeah, but it's, it's crazy with the operating crews because um, I only rest for eight hours. To, to do eight hours work basically you know what i'm saying <laughs> so if they try to make me work 14 hours on a round trip on a fox an extra round trip on the, on the f train and i tell them i'm tired i already did my eight hours well you know the fte say you gotta have eight hours in between your, your next shift you know well they changed it you know it's is is it depends what kind of job you got it's eight hours and i heard they changed it back again too where like i'm extra list I need 10 hours. Extra, extra is 12 hours. And somebody who has a regular job is eight hours. But I'm hearing that they switch that eight hours to 10 hours now in RTO if you got a regular job. You have to have 10 hours now in between, in between jobs. Oh, they put a bulletin yeah, like how can it? they force you to work overtime and then tell you you need eight hours in between shifts? Well, well they're going to look at your report time for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And as long as you have that eight hours and they're going to make you work. But they, that's that's another thing that needs to be grieved because we do not, and I, and I remember I said this a long time ago, we don't teleport home. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't teleport home. Like, it's different in buses versus subway. There's no extra, extra in buses. There's an extra, extra in subway. So I could work in Far Rockaway and live in the Bronx mm. on a late night, which means it's going to take me almost three hours to get home. And when you get home, you just ain't going to fall asleep. You got to shower, eat. Whether you take a shower before you go to bed or you take a shower when you wake up, it cuts into your, your sleep. Well, call out of work with fatigue. Yeah, well, none, none stops you from calling in sick in those situations. But the thing is, if you're on the, on the job already, they're going to make you stay. Yeah. Well, you know? technically, you know, I guess people have to use common sense when they come to them to say, oh, you have to do a double, you know, I mean, if you have childcare or something, you know, you say, look, I'm going to deal with the consequences later, but yeah. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you know, you know I'm, I'm saying yeah. like that, you know. Mm -hmm. they don't, they're not going to have you on the phone trying to arrange emergency childcare and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? Take care of your loved ones. No way. What do you think is needed for, like, the next leadership coming in? Because Samuelson cannot do another term here, or we will be finished as. <laughs> All right, you definitely it'll, it'll, be, it'll be 12 years a slave. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I equated, <laughs> Bill. Well, but what do you. Because we. You know, we have to rebuild this union. 15,000 people voting on a contract <clears throat> is horrible. 
the members' morale is down. You know, they're not educated. What is needed? Well, well, well you, you, you're saying everything that's needed. Mm-hmm. We need an activist union. Mm-hmm. We need a, a leader who is thinking activist union. Mm-hmm. We need a leader who is thinking educate my members. We need a leader who is saying educated members helps me. Mm-hmm. Educated members pushes me up to the top. Mm-hmm. We need a, a leader like that. Mm-hmm. That's what we need, you know. And it's 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 not going to start from the top. No. It's going to start from the bottom in the grassroots. Mm-hmm. And then the cream is going to flow up to the top. Yeah. You know. So what's going on here right now? This progressive action, uh, Transport Workers United. Mm-hmm. It's all about educating members and getting the younger people in the fold. Making them understand that this is your livelihood. You're going to be here for 25 years. And if you don't get involved, it's only going to deteriorate. Yep. It's going to get worse. We're going to have more Samuelson contracts. Mm-hmm. And we can't afford that. <laughs> no, we no. can't afford that. <laughs> you know. I mean, who is he going to sell out next? What 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 is on the table next? I mean. The station agents. You know. They already it, sold out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he got to finish the I job. Mean, see, the thing is this, right? With the next contract, right? You know, this contract ends in May. Basically, they're going to be looking. To, they're going to be working hard to get reelected, so they're not going to be mobilizing for the next contract. Even though they're going to bullshit people and say, "Oh, this is what we were doing for the next contract." No, they're not. So, what you only you only going to be working hard for six months towards the contract? Excuse me, five months. Well, once this contract falls apart, because that's what's going to happen, the pilot programs are going to fall through. What members I don't will even be think he, he might. Pieces. I don't even yeah. think he might be even gunning for the next election because once you put people work as comp, you know that's injured on the job. That's like if you get injured and you go to work as comp and you get your differential, you still have a paycheck flowing in your house. So now you're interrupting injured, sick people's paycheck, and then you have these pilot programs that might not even make it through. So I don't even think he's really looking for the next election. What I think is it might be someone from whoever department felt like they got gains might be looking to run for the next president. Because they can say, well, look, I got you this. While all them other departments, look what I got my department. Look how hard I fought for my department and try to, you know, whoever he passes torch to on his team as far as that. Well, I, I don't know which department they fought hard for in this country. <laughs> they sold it, uh, whoever sold it. Uh, you know, I don't know who's going to be able to step up and say, well, look what I got for you. <laughs> I mean, there's just a lot of, you know, they say ink never refuses people. Mm-hmm. You know, th- that's all this is, ink on paper. Nothing, nothing in here. I mean, this, <laughs> This is a man looking I mean, at the contract. <laughs> I mean, where, where's, where's the improvements? Yeah. Where's the improvements? Uniform committees and, you know, committees, committees, committees. committees, committees, all over. To committees. Yeah. What's wrong with, I mean. That's, they need to change their name to, to, to the committee slate. Right. <laughs> We've been wearing the this same uniform. This is the uniform. committee contract. Yeah. Like nothing that they've done. They come out, they push the contract, they leave back out. They don't come out and push meetings. They don't come out and push um, any type of dates, like you said, for activism, for going to Albany, for doing anything. But like Amen said, their goal is not to educate the membership. 
by us not being educated is to their advantage yes and we cannot continue that at all so what is this safety attendance incentive program what is it basically it sounds like it's the ea uh it's the eap reincarnated and that's the employee recognition program right erp excuse me the employee recognition program reincarnated it's, because this is what they this is what they used to do in transportation I men uh, a long time ago when they started when they started it they used to have award ceremonies and they used to give out rings and watches and people used to bring their families and they had food and all types of stuff but then it got like in my time it got watered down to Okay, um, they would have something in the depot every year. They would have a dinner, and they would give members the jackets with the, with, you know, with the, with the stripes on <laughs> yeah. it. And, and you get your little apples. And you get your little apples, right. Mm-hmm. But they don't even do that anymore. They, they stopped that like maybe a, a, few, a few years ago. So oh, that's really? what I mean when I say, that's why I say this attendance thing, you know, this yeah, safety attendance incentive program. Oh, they bringing it back. Right. It's, that's what I'm with saying. They, reincar- and- they reincarnated it. Well, it says safety slash attendance. Attendance, attendance means reporting somewhere, right? Yeah. Attending something. Exactly. What am I attending? Right. You're talking about me coming to work. This part of the employee availability piece. This, yep. this? Basically, yeah, coming huh? to work, yeah. You're going to give me brownie points for coming to work every day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what they said. You're going to get a button, a, a pen, a, a cookie. <laughs> some cookies. Every, everything but money? Yeah, everything, right, everything but money. money. Yeah. Even my 12-year-old son was like, so you ain't going to get nothing extra for that? <laughs> I was yes. like, I'm going to bring you a pen home. And they, they're going to start this up in the OA first, they say. They're going to, you know, they're going to continue discussions on potential implementation initially in Map Store. Everything is continuing, is a discussion. When is something going to be implemented? Exactly. John Samuelson and them don't discuss anything. They don't go to meetings. There's no, the committee's name is there. There's no committee. John Samuelson don't don't pick committees by, you know what, this person may be strong in this. You know, this person may be strong in this. Hey, what you doing? You want to be a part of this committee? Go do that. There's no strategy to him with these committees. Nope. I mean, basically all it is is just more released positions. Yeah. It's just more released positions because, like I said, this this that four day work week committee just makes me itch. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, the other, the other thing I, I look at is, um, you know, staff up at the union hall. I mean, and and the members just slightly bit, you know, enraged about these folks: Nick Bedell, Gannon. Uh, Donahue. Alan, Alan Seeley. Um, uh, Donahue. You know, Donahue. All sucking on the members' dues up there. Mm-hmm. Sucking on the members' dues, doing what? Um, creating spin? <laughs> I mean, they're not in front of the transit authority negotiating or, or fighting for any rights or benefits for members. All they're doing is picking up space and sucking out our dues. Yeah. You know? That's what the labor fund is paying 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 these guys. Basically, huh? Our I labor fund. Even, I, I said for I the mean, next administration, I don't even think all I mean, those people need to be released. Well, release. There's gonna be a mass firing when we get in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't come to work. <laughs> I think they go no not to come to work. Don't, don't <laughs> come to work. They gonna show up oh, in no. their uniform. Uh-huh. <laughs> they gonna be like, who the hell are you? No, nah, actually, the Gannon them they go have to look for new jobs. Oh, of course. Yeah. Gannon, Alan Seeley, uh, Nick Bedell, um, that reject from the international. He's organizing up at. Um, oh, I know you're talking about. Um, um, you know. You just tell them, hey, as of tomorrow, don't bother to show up. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> we send you things for you. Right, Trump style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get a Trump, yeah. get a Trump wig. You know, you can you can pick up your little box down by <laughs> the bottom of the elevator where <laughs> your personal effects with the security. You know, right. I'm telling you, they, they're just sucking shame. out our dues money. To show what progress. That's why I said. I said, how is it that Nick Bedell could only have a shop steward class on Thursday? What are you doing the other four days of the week? Nothing. I mean, uh, what are they teaching in in, in these shop Nothing. classes? Nothing. What are they teaching? And Nothing. The, and the sad thing is, when they had that, when Nick Bedell hosted that um um that conference call for R for RTO, you know, passing the contract off, you know, when it comes to these conference calls in corporate America and in business. You can. You don't have to be in a specific office. You could be at home and do them conference calls. Yeah. So basically, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if all of them was at home, and hosted that conference call, and then and then only three members got the call in. It lasted for forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. I said, "Damn, that's it. This yeah. is it." Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Contract is, contract is done. Yeah. Sign, sealed, delivered. Sign, sealed, delivered. It's time for us to work on the next thing. Yes. You know, we got a assault march coming up. We, we we got we got a meet and greet coming up. We got a, a progressive action award ceremony party coming up. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of things coming up. People think that we supposed to just fade the black. We it's only things to talk about during contract time. Things happen every day down every here. Single day. Yeah. I want I want to reiterate. We need our young people to step up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need we need we need to contest. Every department, every position, everywhere. Yeah. Sections, divisions, everywhere. We have to have a candidate for each position. Yeah. I mean, and, and but you know, to in order to round up these young people, um, whatever slate's supposed to be coming together, they have to get control of their um department because really progressive action is rounding up the young people you know what i'm saying so if whoever's like if joe got cd he got to find the young people and those as a leader him being a leader he has to get those people in, in that department um whoever in oa got to get that's representative of the slate have to get the young people with that department because we can't some it has to be a passing of the torch in some form of fashion of course, that's what i'm saying look they're hiring three thousand people every year, mm-hmm. all right, in tier six. These are the people that we need to educate. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you, you all are going to be the new leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, I have one foot out the door. <laughs> <laughs> you know, basically, you know, I'm in this because I, I can't see my, my union going down the drain like that. And then this is this is a job... You know how the how the the police department how the their people come in year after year they young ones mm-hmm. they come and they become police officers these are decent job, 
I mean, there's nothing wrong with, with your son or your daughter or something becoming a train operator or a bus operator or something. Not everybody wants to go go to college and get a PhD. Mm-hmm. Some people just ain't cut out for that. Mm-hmm. So this, this is a decent job, mm-hmm. you know? So we got to preserve it and make sure it's decent for all people coming in. Yep. That was the thinking when we struck in 2005, mm-hmm. Un- you know? Un- until the MTA required us to have college credits to work here. You know? Yeah, well, it, it may happen because with progress, <laughs> you know, because, you know, you got to sift out, you know, it, it happens everywhere, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. qualifications, when you have so many candidates. Well, yeah, because you Samson, know, will, he'll, you know, he'll leave. He'll do that on his exit. One, right. He'll pitch that to the MTA board. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 Or you might pitch it in the next contract. Yeah. Next yeah. contract, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> everything be, goes in the contract. Because, you know, yeah. They already got the psychological assessment now with the new with the new test. The boss test. What's that? Which, which the one? The boss test is a psychological. Oh, yeah. That, that I'm talking about the overall now. They got a. Um, I, I learned it in class. I forgot what the MTA call it, but it's a psychological it's, test. The boss test is a psychological, psychological test. test. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And, and African Americans been having trouble with psychological tests for city agencies. You know, you you look at that boss test. You know, I used to have a copy. You know, when I left, let, let me just digress here a little bit. When I left the union hall, um, I was director of contract compliance, which means basically I challenged the transit authority and everything. A- any memo, bulletin, anything that came out came to my office. It went to the president's office, then it came down to my office. And we basically challenged them on everything. And in in that office, we compiled a stockpile of resources and information for the members. You know, when, when these guys came in, they eliminated that position. Wow. And they just boxed up everything and threw it out somewhere. You know, that's what they did. The boss test and all that. All those things were, we were doing research on to challenge, you know, FMLA, the... Uh, all, all, the, all the labor laws, everything, we were doing research because the legal department was on the same floor and we interacted. So we were doing research to challenge all these things. Mm-hmm. But they, they saw no use for that office. They boxed up everything and threw it in a, a bin and maybe tossed it out. I don't know what they did. But that boss test thing, right, uh, you know, they... You've seen it before, right? Mm-hmm. Where they ask you, um, if you wake up in the morning with a toothache, what do you do? <laughs> do you call the boss and tell him you got a toothache? Do you take two Tylenols and, and uh, you know, tough it out and come to work? That's the kind of questions on that mm-hmm. thing. And they, they score you based on that. Of course I'm not coming to work. I got a toothache. <laughs> I'm not toughing it out to drive your bus. Hell no. <laughs> that, that's our time. We, we actually um, extendo, extended it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, leave the people with a, with, a, with a final word. My final word for, for the folks out there is to get involved. Let's make an activist union out of our union. And the only way we can do it is with you all. Get involved. Get somebody. Make the time. Make the sacrifice because the job can only get better. It can't get any worse than it is right now. 
Thank you, folks. Yeah, we appreciate that. We we just go, we don't need to say nothing. We say whatever we need on live. <laughs> yeah, we go on live. Y'all have a good night. Look, uh, progressiveaction.info. Join the Facebook group, Progressive Action. Get people to join. We're about to step up. A lot of um, amazing things about to go down. We'll catch y'all later. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.